0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Hi, welcome to another Friday edition of the uh, Pajama Party. I want to go, Papa D.M. Kettle. Hello. And Red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Bonsoir. Right. Comment allez-vous, Papa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows
1: nine words of French. <laughs> and
2: I'm <a> <laughs> I know that's right. We know where she had been all week. On the chance daller Okay. You to be yellow? Uh, that's okay. Mm-mm. It's been a good week. How was your week, Kevin? I can't complain. I've been with the Latino guy. Oh, my. Talking Spanish. Hey, come on, te and da-da-da. i beans and rice. Uh, right now. Okay. I am always going to y'all. Spicy beans and rice. Watch out now. Kick, 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 kick. Uh-oh. See, here we go. What you been up to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just living a normal life. Living a normal life. Okay. Yeah, normal by what standard? All right, man. Any means necessary, <laughs> I yeah. guess. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, you want get, to get it started, get the party started? You might as well. We got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. All right. What we got on the rundown tonight, Kevin? All right. Uh, hot topics tonight. Cosby gets three to ten years, unfortunately. Um, uh, American Bar Association calls for the FBI probe, and um, White House orders FBI probe on Kavanaugh. I uh, hit it in quitted headlines. Crisis hotline calls increased 201%. Texas Attorney General defends law for forcing kids to stand for the pledge. Also, Quarkham Accuses Apple of stealing its secrets mm. hmm. and uh, the Biramala for revokes ban on women. That's an interesting story. Um, what's popping with Papa Dee He got a surprise for us tonight. Our weird news. Man accused of taking 150 pounds of waffle mix. Oh. Also, California divorce courts go to the dogs. Ooh, let that dog. <clears throat> Okay, and Six Flags St. Louis offers perks for customers. Oh, okay. I'm just saying with red wines. If you don't understand, just shut up. Shut up. Living for the city with Papa Didi. Another surprise. My Hollywood wrap up. I'm going to talk about Halle Berry, Tom Hanks, Jesse Williams, Chandra Rhimes and Kerry Washington. Also, our cocktail of the week is the Lacon Laconly La La Now. Oh my goodness. What's it called? Look, I guess if we weren't drinking it, we could say it. I guess so. La coloniale. La la Colonial. okay. And our kiss it list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we're going to come right back with the hot topics. So I was looking over the cocktails that we archived, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajala Party, and a game changer, and of course we have
1: the last word. I like the revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee.
2: I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Beach Stop, the cranberry juice Oh yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule, with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the com website.
1: So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes.
2: And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too?
1: Sure they are, along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like.
2: So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky Reed over
3: here. And I got the aviator.
1: Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers! Hi, welcome back to Pajam
2: Party. I'm your host,
1: Papa D.M.U.S. Kettle.
2: Hello! And Redwine. Come on, darling. Come on, tell me Come on. Como are Oh boy, we gonna go both languages. Okay. All right. Let's see. We got hot topics tonight. With some hot ones too. They sizzling. Oh yeah, jumping off the page. What you got for us, Papa Dini?
1: Well, this first story is about uh, Bill Cosby. Oh
2: yeah. Which
1: is a household name, you know. He's, I'm sure he's he shocked himself to see his reality come in front of his face. Just by a few chosen people in the prosecutor's office, so it was destined to get him no matter what. He already had a hung jury, so I figured he'd do a proper litigation and bring in enough people that, uh, you know, don't give a damn what happens to him. But anyway, um, this is in Norristown, Pennsylvania, which is about maybe 15, 20 minutes out of Philadelphia. A judge declared Bill Cosby a sexually violent predator. Wow.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. on Tuesday
1: as the uh, first step toward sentencing 81-year-old uh, comedian for drugging and sexually assaulting a woman over a decade ago. All right, the classification means that uh, Costin, my son, go monthly counseling for the rest of his life and report quarterly to authorities. His name will appear on the uh, sex offender arrest sexual offender roster,
0: hmm.
1: sent to his neighbors' schools and victims.
2: That's rough. So, so they actually locked him up.
1: Yeah, prosecutors asked for five to ten years behind bars. The defense requests house the, the 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 defense requested a house arrest. Saying Cosby is too old and helpless in time in prison,
2: yeah. and
1: he's legally blind.
2: Is I wonder, is that a maximum you know, security prison, or is it a minimum, or do you know about it? You want to tell me it was a new, it was a new uh, facility? It's new, though. It's mm-hmm. definitely a new prison altogether. Right. Yeah, I wonder how they treat him. They, they were talking about when he was fed the other day. I forgot what he said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he ate well, so... Yeah, my take on that is I, I think he's going to do probably, probably one and a half and, uh, on good behavior and get out within three years. But, uh, you think so? Yeah, I think so. Because mm. the guy, well, he's 81 or 80. Yeah, he's in his 80s. Yeah. He can't do so much. But my thing was... Why his wife didn't show up? Yeah, that's all right. When the sentencing happened, she was not there. Yeah, they did say something about um, he didn't want them to be harassed and humiliated, I guess. But uh, that's the last time you're going to see a husband? I mean, come on now. That's, that's kind of rough. Well, he can get visitors. Yeah, but true, that. I mean, you know, I don't know. She wasn't there for a, a long period of time. You know, she didn't show up. I guess he didn't want her to see him like that. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So he's got a, um what did they say about his cell number? Not cell number. What do you call it? Prison number? What about it? They gave him this prison number, and they, it was in one of the stories that I saw. hmm Did you see anything, Papa, about his prison number?
1: I did see his number. Uh, it's got a couple of in I know they just went all out to expose his whole situation. I don't know if he even did that to other prisoners, you know. This so. I don't
3: understand. They were acting like know. he was
1: going to get away. I think they thought that once they let him out for, uh, to get his uh, stuff
3: in order,
1: stuff in order, he would have manipulated the system by not going to jail. They were paranoid, you know. Well, they, they thought they he was a flight
0: something.
1: risk? I don't Apparently. know. They, whatever they, they thought he was, they stopped it before it could materialize. so.
2: Wow. I think his his lawyer was by the book. He wouldn't let him flee like that, you know, because that's his reputation also. So I I just couldn't see that. But here we go again about the quote-unquote black man and the things they have to exploit on the black man. And it's unfortunate, you know. White man, they'll just let his ass go to prison, and that's it. Yeah. They said he's going to be in the general population. Really? That he's not going to get all this special treatment and all that stuff, but we'll see what happens. I I think that the guys are going to treat him with respect and stuff, because he's 80-something years old. I mean, who's going to harm an 80-year-old man? Yeah, I mean, that may be. Yeah. But just keep in mind what happens to people that go to jail for raping people. Yeah. You know, yeah. prisoners don't really. Yeah. They're not polite to rapists. Um. More or less for kids when they do it to children or younger folks or something like that, but adults, it might be a little different. I'm not sure, but I don't know. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't like that. What I don't they, know. Oh, hopefully, everything will stay cool and calm. You know, in the okay. prison system. If it doesn't, I'm quite sure they'll move him. You know. All right, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well we have a caller. Let's see what the caller has to say about it. Oh caller, welcome to the pajama party chef.
3: you are live on
2: the air. Go right ahead with your comment.
3: Yes, and how y'all doing? Uh
2: uh-huh. how fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Now i will uh do my take on the y'all was talking about uh Bill Caller. Well, mm-hmm. he's in a maximum security prison which is brand new. And he's yeah. not in the population. He's in his own little room. And mm-hmm. his first day, when he went, he had spaghetti. No, he had, he had meatballs and rice. He had mashed mm-hmm. potatoes, and he had something green beans or something. And he slept well because they showed a diagram and pictures of the, of it. They had cameras showing everything.
2: Hey. For real?
3: Yeah, showing everything. Is that Show him in his room and everything. Okay? Oh, is God. A, oh, this is a, like a maximum place, but he's going to, going to be there temporarily till they find somewhere to put it. He's oh, not going to do okay. all the time there. He's not going to do all okay. the time. So they find somewhere to put it. But he's not in population. Okay. Right, so he's like in a little room by himself. So
0: mm-hmm. they had
3: to do a roll call or something. So they, now they do the call or whatever. The call uh-huh. in the morning, or something. He to, yeah, so he had to, you know, do that too. Yeah. So they, they treat uh-huh. him like, you know, they had doctors check him and everything. They treat him like. Well,
2: that's good. I mean, you know. Yeah, I read he was going to go through about ten days of evaluation. Oh, with really? Various things, psychiatrists and evaluators yeah. who ask all kind of questions and all kind of stuff, basically trying to figure out where he is on the scale, I guess, of sex offenders or something.
3: Right, right. That's why they, they got him by himself because they got they they don't know whether somebody might try to get at him or somebody might try to defend him. So they he is by himself.
2: Right, that makes sense. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, for now until they find somewhere else to put him. I don't know what they're gonna send him to. Right. Mm-hmm. All right,
2: Colin. Well Thank you for the information.
3: Okay. Appreciate
2: it. Anything else you right. want to say
3: for tonight? It, it, yeah, I'll call back when y'all get to talk about 45. it 45 <laughs> and, and 38. Okay, 45 oh. and 38. <laughs> okay, you,
2: you know, know who 38 we 38 right?
3: Yeah. You know who 38 is, right? Bush? You know, no, who is 38? It, it, thir- thir- 38, that, that's, that's the Jewish. Okay, that's the judge.
2: Oh, Kevin? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's 38.
2: Oh, my but God, that, 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 okay
3: that, that Glock 9 is on all on, on Both of us, okay Oh mm-hmm. All right, yeah, Carla, well,
2: we'll hear back from you Because that'll be coming up next Uh uh-huh. Okay Thanks. All right, uh-huh. stand by, thank uh-huh. you so much <laughs> Yeah, I tell you That's a good one, 38, huh Uh-huh Uh-huh, that's funny All right, well, let's see Speaking of uh 38, let's talk about the uh, American Bar Association. Okay, what's going on with them? Okay, the ABA, the American Bar Association, calls for FBI investigation into Kavanaugh allegations. So this is the bar which he has taken and everything, and he's has he's licensed and stuff under that, right? Because uh-huh. he's a lawyer. Okay. So the American Bar Association has asked the Senate Judiciary Committee to suspend his consideration of Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to Supreme Court until an FBI investigation is completed. So this Bar Association wants them to, I guess, just, um, what do to hold, I guess, the, you know, um, what could, hold the consideration of him being the judge until the investigation. So, in a Thursday night letter that followed an emotional and compelling day of hearings at which Kavanaugh again denied the nearly four decades-old allegations of um, Dr. Christine um, Blasey Ford, she's one of three named accusers. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, the four-paragraph letter addressed to Senator uh, to Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Blassie, um represented a stunning turn of events. The ABA um, had bestowed its highest ratings of unanimous, well-equipped, well-qualified for the Supreme Court, and Kavanaugh appointed to the ABA's support during Thursday's proceedings. He goes on to say, each appointment to our nation's highest court is simply too important to rush to a vote. The ABA President Robert Carlson wrote in a letter, deciding to proceed without Conducting additional investigation would not only have a lasting impact on the Senate's reputation, but it will also negatively affect the great trust necessary for the American people to have in the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Makes, makes sense? Good. Yeah, I was going to say it makes good sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, Senator Lindsey Graham of uh, South Carolina, he pointed to the ABA's rating as evidence of Kavanaugh's qualifications on Thursday. He says, Here's my understanding. If you lived a good life, people will recognize it like the American Bar Association has, the gold standard, he said. His integrity is absolutely unquestioned. So, um, in the closing of his letter, Carlson wrote, Respectively, the Senate should recognize that a thorough FBI investigation will demonstrate its commitment to a Supreme Court that is above reproach. What do they mean if you've lived a good life? Hmm. Do they mean a privileged life? Do they mean if you didn't kill anybody? I think that I think what you're saying there, yeah. So if you didn't kill anybody, you didn't rape anybody, right. Didn't gang rape anybody. Okay. Didn't mess with anybody. Okay. Then that's considered quote unquote a good life. Living a good life. I guess But I guess more or less saying if you've lived a good life it's gonna come out and it's gonna show. I guess so, yeah. You know. And then the flip side is, but if you haven't, well, that's going to come out. Well, then. And that's why the American Bar Association was saying, why are y'all rushing? Right. Why don't you just do the investigation? Right. Because Dr. Ford made a lot of sense and sounded very convincing mm-hmm. when she recalled the events that happened to her when she was 15. Right. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, you right over here, Papa. Oh, he too quiet. He he yeah. he, he got something stirring up. What, what's your take on it?
1: I, I just think that first of all, fifteen is an age where you know what's going on in your life.
2: You do or don't.
1: You do. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're seven, eight years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you're fifteen, you already hang out and doing your thing, and if people are so privileged, you know. And who? Now, what's, what's the background? I like to know of, of Kavanaugh's situation. What, what kind of money was his parents sitting on because they was able to come along. Well, he and,
2: was in private schools and
1: Exactly. All the stuff they of used thing. to play, like the lady said in her testimony, they would play down at the different um
2: uh country club. country
1: clubs in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And this was all up around Chevy Chase, Maryland. They were all raised wow. up, up in the in the suburbs of they call it the suburbs of Washington. <laughs> That's Chevy Chase, Maryland. How are you gonna be in the suburbs of Washington when you live in Maryland? You know.
2: It's just right above DC. Yeah, that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
1: that's going backwards. If you're gonna live in the suburbs, you had to go back to where you came from, not not be ahead. You know. I mean, I can't say I I live in the suburbs of Philadelphia and I'm closer to Delaware, or almost in Delaware. You know.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: DC and Maryland are two different regions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Despite how close they may be, you know, if you're on the Beltway or you're on 270, you're in Maryland. So, where does DC even come into play at?
0: Mm-hmm. But anyway,
1: that's, I'm from here. but <laughs>
2: I'm trying to figure it out. Well, along that same vein, let's talk about that hearing yesterday. Mm. I guess that was a hearing. Ooh. I don't know what that was. That was like a, a hot, dramatic mess. <laughs> well, that's what the Republican folks were saying. They thought it was a hot mess, too. It was a hot mess. And I think, you know, for Dr. Bla- Blase Ford, when she gave her testimony, she she was very, at least in my opinion, she was very convincing. She sounded like she was recalling events that she believed to be true. And she was very believable. She was compelling, she was believable, she didn't sound rehearsed or, or too staged with it and all. And it just something about her just seemed very genuine to me. Mm-hmm. And the questions that they were asking her, I think the one that stuck out in my mind was when they were asking her, um, the the lady that they brought in, the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. That they brought in, she asked her, "How can you be so sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh that pushed you down and covered your mouth?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "How?" She said something like, "I'm just as sure as I'm talking to you right now." Mm-hmm. And then she said something else. She asked her, and she, because she's a psychologist, she broke out some science. And I'm not even going to try to paraphrase it because she was, like, way over my head. Mm-hmm. But she broke out something talking about when certain memories or things happen to you, it releases a certain endorphin. chemical in your brain, not an endorphin but something else, it releases something in your brain that leaves, like, an indelible impression, and those are the things that you just don't forget. And those old white guys were sitting there like, uh, uh okay. Because they couldn't refute it because they knew right. nothing about Right. But she said it, like, without hesitation. She wasn't reading it, looking for a printed mm-hmm. definition. Mm-hmm. That was what she knew. Right. I was like, see, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to talk some stuff, mm-hmm. talk what you know. That's true. She didn't come in there all pissed off and angry right. like Mr. Kavanaugh. Right. Who came in behind her. I don't know what that was. Like like Michael Bayes said earlier, that was a hot mess. <laughs> <I> mean, he <laughs> started out being very sincere. Mm-hmm. He was crying and sniffling and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Talking about the impact it had on him and on his family. Yep and how it's destroying his career and all this. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, when I'm listening to his lengthy opening speech, Mm -hmm. it started to really all sound like this is all about him. Mm -hmm. And I get it in a a sense. Yes, it's about you, Mm -hmm. but now it's really all about you. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is doing something to my career. I may never be able to teach again, or I might not be able to practice again. And how it's affecting... He mentioned the children, his wife, but then it all came back to him again. And I was thinking, you know, it seems like you would be more concerned about family. saying, well, not even just the family, but Mm -hmm. just saying, if I didn't do this Mm -hmm. and I'm here to just clear my name, Mm -hmm. so ask me whatever you want to ask me, Mm -hmm. bring in whoever you need to bring in, Mm -hmm. witnesses, whatever, But I am innocent, because he kept repeating how innocent he was and how these four witnesses claim that they don't recall any of these events. It's all fictitious. So does he feel as if these witnesses are lying, or they just... Well, he's saying these witnesses, the four witnesses are saying that they don't recall. Mm -hmm. But that's different from saying, I was there and it didn't happen. Right. They were saying, we were all drinking, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember that this happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're under oath and, and you can be, you know, locked up for perjury, mm-hmm. you don't want to be too quick to say, oh, I'm absolutely sure that mm-hmm. this didn't happen. Now, did this woman say that he did something to her or that he was attempting to do something to her? Attempting. Okay. She said that he and his friend, whose last name is Judge, Mark Judge, I think his Mm -hmm. name is, Mm -hmm. that they had uh, taken her up to this room or somebody invited her up to this room. Mm -hmm. Somehow she ended up in this room. Right. And they pushed her down, and then when she tried to get away, he wouldn't let her go, Mm -hmm. Kavanaugh. Okay. And then she said when she tried to scream, he covered her mouth. Mm -hmm. And that's when she really started to feel panic-stricken. Mm-hmm. because then she was like, okay, now he's covered my mouth. He's very drunk, mm-hmm. and the way he kept covering her mouth, she felt like either he's trying to rape me mm-hmm. or he might accidentally kill me mm-hmm. just from the way he was trying to cover her mouth. But she mm-hmm. mentioned about wearing a one-piece swimsuit because they were at the wherever they were, the and party. she had a pool party, mm-hmm. I assume. Mm-hmm. She had on a one-piece swimsuit mm-hmm. under her clothing, so when he was holding one hand over her mouth, trying to remove her clothing, mm-hmm. he couldn't really get too far because the swimsuit was there in the way. Thank God. And the then swimsuit. finally, um, she said the guy Mark Judge was standing in the background laughing, and at one point he jumped on the bed too. Mm-hmm. But it was Kavanaugh that had his hand over her mouth,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and she was recalling this from what 30 some, 34 or so years ago. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when the questions were coming up about why didn't you say something before, right. I mean, I'm going to talk about that later on. I'm just well, saying. Let me, let me ask you, Well, how did she get out of the situation? She finally got away. She kept fighting. Okay. And, then she, and because he was very drunk, mm-hmm. she said she had been drinking as well, mm-hmm. which is why she was saying, I cannot tell you with a surety every single detail, but I know that much. Mm-hmm. I know who pinned me down and had their hand over my mouth. She said, that much I do now. Okay. So, anyway, now the White House is calling for an FBI probe into the whole situation after everything blew up with the vote this morning, right. this afternoon, rather. I think so. They were supposed to have this vote ready to go, right. and the Democrats were walking out saying that I am not going to vote for this. Mm-hmm. It should be... Um, go to an FBI probe, mm-hmm. you know, we need to have an investigation. Right. There's still two other accusers who we don't know anything about other than what we read in the paper. So are they coming forward? I don't know if they're going to include them. hmm But, I mean, it was very confusing because they were saying, on the one hand, we're still going to go forward with the vote, mm-hmm. but we're going to give it one more week for the investigation. Right. So, mm-hmm. The whole thing was just, I mean, it's been... Sounds like they just want some clarity. I think they do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and they realize that this is just adding to more division in the country. Right. With people now being more divided uh, against party lines. Now you've got people feeling like uh, Jeff Flake, the senator from, where is he from? Arizona? Arkansas? Where is it? Wherever he's from. Mm Mm-hmm. He um, is the one who got cornered by a couple of women who are victims of sexual assault.
0: Mm-hmm. He
2: was trying to get in the elevator, and they cornered him. And oh, they were saying, yeah, okay, yeah. so If you vote to put this guy in office, you're essentially saying to me and to women who have been assaulted that you don't care, mm-hmm. that it's okay to put this person on the highest court in the land if, in fact, what he, if he did what he's accused of, You know, that's not right. And she was yelling. She was all emotional. And the look on his face was like, I'm just trying to get where I'm trying to go. I'm not trying to hear this. He just had this look on his face like, could somebody push the button and close this door? I think he's the one that's called for the investigation. He is. Okay. I think she got to him. And I think he also realized that you need to put put an end to this. Don't let them rush this vote through. So... I guess shout out to uh yeah. Senator Flake. Right, at least get some clarity. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the key thing. I think a lot of them are on the fence. They're not sure what to believe. Mm-hmm. And once they do the investigation, maybe some other things might be uncovered, then that can kinda put them over and say, Look, yay or nay, you know. So But <clears throat> the sad thing is you did hear them and the um after the uh Hearing was over, mm-hmm. and when they were interviewed by various uh, reporters and stuff, they were saying, "Well, both of them were very compelling. Mm-hmm. They both seemed very convinced that they recall what they recall." Mm-hmm. And it was interesting that when she took a light, uh, what do you call it, polygraph, mm-hmm. poly, what's it called, polygraph, polygraph, mm-hmm. polygraph. Mm-hmm. and passed it twice, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and then he sat up there, Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. During his time, and talked about how unreliable they are. Right. But yet, when he was hearing other cases in years back, he talked about how good it is to have a polygraph and, you know, they're admissible. But not for and him. All it is, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, it was good. Uh, for it was good right. then when right. it was benefiting you. Right. No. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Well.
1: Did you give me a kettle? Hello. And red wine.
2: <laughs> well. Bonsoir, wide, You mm-hmm. mm. are mm. right noticed. this? Whew. Um. Yes, I'm thirsty. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right, it's time to hit 'em and quit 'em. Mm-hmm. So, I'm. A, can I start first? Sure. All right. I want to talk about the Crisis Hotline. Their calls on the um, on the um, uh, mm-hmm. Rape Abuse and Incest, incest National Network. Mm-hmm. has gone up 201% Wow! since this hearing started. Oh, Lord. That's How crazy, crazy is that? Oh, that is. You know, people are starting to realize that there's a lot of people who have been affected and who have been assaulted right. who have either buried it so far in their memory mm-hmm. or have ignored it or have tried to deal with it. However, they have tried to deal with it, and seeing this hearing, hmm has made them realize, you know what, I should probably talk to somebody. I shouldn't keep this thing, you know, like a festering sore, just trying to keep it within. So Mm. anyway, they're saying that, you know, people need to understand that that 201% was not based on a whole lot of sexual assaults that just happened. This is from people who are just now coming, coming, bringing it up to the surface and are more willing to speak up because they looked at how much strength and courage it took for Dr. Ford to tell her story in front of that whole panel, and people are starting to feel more empowered and just feel like, well, if she can do it, I can talk to somebody. So that's what's happening with that, and they're saying if you need support, you know, if you've experienced something, whether it was rape, abuse, incest, an attempted situation, whatever it was, if you want to talk to somebody, you can call the hotline. It's the National Sexual Assault Hotline, and the number is one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. 656 4673 So if you know anybody who's been through something and uh, they need some help, tell them to call that number. Again, it's 1-800-656-4673. Okay. That's the um, that's the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Yeah, that's amazing. People are just really getting themselves, um, hopefully they're getting some healing. That's true. I think this will help, though. This has really been helping, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm. Things come
2: out for a reason. That's true. Right. Okay, I have one. Um, the Texas Attorney General defends law forcing kids to stand for Pledge of Allegiance. Here we go again with that Pledge of Allegiance of the flag. The Texas Attorney General has jumped into a Houston area lawsuit to defend a state law that requires school children to participate in the Pledge of Allegiance unless a parent or guardian opts them out. Somebody got to send a letter or something, or beats me. State Attorney General Ken Paxton announced Tuesday that his office has moved to intervene in the suit brought on behalf of former. Um, Winfern High School student, um, India Landry, last year. Last year? Landry, then 17, accused the Cypress-Fairbanks Independent School District and several of its officials of violating her First Amendment rights when they suspended her for refusing to stand during the pledge. Really, people? Hmm. Amid nationwide protests over race relations and um, police brutality in America, Landry, who is black, said she um, took issue with this line in the pledge "Was liberty and justice for all.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm,
2: almost like a, what's uh, the gentleman, uh, Kaepernick, mm-hmm. when he kneeled. Paxton argued in its statement that requiring the pledge to be recited at school fosters respect for our flag and patriotic love of our country. Um, he said school children cannot unliterary, refuse to participate in the pledge. Why not? It's your right. Some people do it because of their religion. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you opt not to do it, then you either leave the room or you, um, I've heard people um, not face the flag and just turn around and don't, um, you know, recite the pledge. So um goes on to say the U.S. Um, Supreme Court has repeatedly held that parents have a fundamental interest in guiding the education and upbringing of their children, which is a critical aspect of liberty, liberty guaranteed by the Constitution. So the Texas um, legislature protected that interest by giving the choice of whether an individual student will recite the Pledge of Allegiance to the student's parent or guardian. That's a mess. Oh, boy. But at least he stood up for her and said, you know what, if your parents said you don't have to do it, then you don't have to do it. But check this out. This is very important here. Although the Supreme Court ruled in 1943 mm. that the state cannot force public school children, are you listening to what I'm saying? In 43, mm. the state cannot force public school children to recite the pledge. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So why are they still trying to do it is the question. Because these are teachers who don't know. Come on, Papa, why?
0: Hmm.
2: I'm assuming because it's in the uh what Which is you, Texas? What is, what is Texas? The show me state? <laughs> no, that's Missouri. Okay. Uh, Texas, Texas is the guns blazing. <laughs> that's that's what it is. That's why <laughs> that's my opinion. That's what I think. This is a black individual. Mhm. And and a white teacher. Right. She's feeling like Kaepernick, hmm You know. So I mean, it's her right. Since forty three. They say you don't have to. But the teacher said you're going to get up and say it or get out of my classroom. Right. You you know what they're saying to that girl? <laughs> get up, you disrespectful nigga. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know it. Come on, Papa. Come on, chime in on this. I know you got something for us. Come on. We got a few minutes. Come on. <laughs> what do you think? Should they be able to do that? Should they? Can the school? Should the school be able to force a kid? To say the pledge.
1: Well, I don't know why. I know why they wouldn't say it. When you're at a, such a young age, your your uh your 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 mind is still growing and things like that. So, it was growing. Why haven't you? I just think that I don't know. There's, there's so many players on this whole situation. Everybody's so privileged. But she opened up her, her lead argument. She told a story on everybody, that they were privileged people. They were running around at, you know, uh, different campuses uh, for golf courses. No, so this was a different, different school now. Yeah, but this I'm was saying. This
2: a, a black student who said, I don't feel like I should have to say this because I don't believe what the words are saying. Right. So I'm not with it, and I'm not going to do it. Right. And well, her teacher yeah,
1: well, was like, well, then I'm suspending you. Well, you know, i am tell you, it's all like that the goes, goes for back lunch, to what I'm saying. Right, yeah. right. That all goes back to what I'm saying with anything else. You know, you cannot dictate how you think the world's supposed to be according to you. You know, and all these teachers want to get on the bandwagon with the Trumps and everybody thinking everybody's supposed to be what they are. But who are they? You know? Exactly. I think sometimes white folks are so busy trying to stay on the right side of white that they don't see the true reality. I remember even on my own personal job, I have a person who was a Trump supporter. Every time you say something about Trump, he don't talk to you for the rest of the day. It just shows you how much he's into it, where he's just counting on Trump to come through. But come through how? I mean i seen that. This is the first thing I've seen Trump concede on that situation with uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, he's yeah. like, well, if he we don't get through, he don't get through. We'll just start over again. He wasn't trying to do all that all that air raising money and all this stuff. You know, I mean, he's, he's in a position now where, you know, he can do what he wants to do and he's still got to be president of the United States. But getting back to the young lady, everybody does what they do when it comes to the National Anthem. If you look, if you go to any fields that goes on out there with with National Anthem, whether it be soccer or whatever, when that National Anthem plays, people are not plastered the, you know, that's just something they want people to do, you know, if you're a veteran and you feel you want to cover your heart because some of your fallen comrades went down or, you know, some moral situation or what have you, but everybody's not in the cut out the same mold, and everybody don't play the same thing, Mm you and.
2: Well, I remember being in school where they would have us every morning. Mm -hmm. We had to get up, Mm -hmm. put your hand over your heart, Mm -hmm. face the flag, Mm -hmm. and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Right. Now, we were taught to do it just because it's what you do in the morning. Right. We didn't understand what it really meant. Nobody ever talked about what the words meant Mm -hmm. or what what the meaning was or who came up with it. They didn't tell us any of that. They just said, memorize this, get up every morning and say it. When we say it's time to say it, but and that was it, but I think now the kids see, much, see so much influence from Trump to Kaepernick to um whoever they say they want to stand for something, you know, mm-hmm. they don't feel as if whatever's going on in the world is right, and they don't feel as if, I guess um, you know, them pledging allegiance to the flag and the national anthem, that's not right. My my take on it is I just think the Constitution needs to be revised because this is a different age and time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not back in the day, back in that time period. they gone going by that time period. So I'm just hypothetically saying suppose if the Constitution was revised every, say, 25 years. You know, they say history repeats itself, but we're in a different age and time. And a lot of those uh constitutional things they don't apply to us now. That's just my take on it. <laughs> Maybe. Know? So but then again, that's another document that I have to confess I have never read from cover to cover. I've read pieces of it. Right, right. Right. Different amendments and different sections. Right. But as far as trying to get the gist of it right. from cover to cover. Right. Never done it. I just remember something about all men supposed to be created equal. I do remember yeah, that. How they do yes. <laughs> yes, yes. They don't buy by that. No, so, I mean, possession yeah. is nine tenths of the law. Mm-hmm. You see how they deal with that? Mm-hmm. Right on. So, People can knock you over your head or bust you in your house. They not whatever. even abide by the Constitution, first thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, how much value does it still have? Look. We're gonna have our own constitution. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, to the power. Yeah, i to keep having it. That's all you're gonna get. Ah, all right. All right, well let's move on. Uh back to you, Papa Didi. Mm-hmm. What what else we have on the hit it and quit it headlines right. mm-hmm. Uh huh, Yeah.
1: Hmm. Hmm, Qualcomm Qualcomm Qualcomm. Qualcomm. That's mm-hmm. a uh, audio company accuses Apple for stealing its secrets to help Intel. I I believe that because... Well, I mean, Apple makes up as they go along, you know. They're just as tacky <laughs> as anything else. And if you combine Apple mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Sprint, you get a Talk cocktail. Uh-huh. <laughs> because those two companies together, don't even one don't know what the hell they're doing.
2: But why are they stealing, though? What
1: we Well, because you can make ten million off it. And when you get sued, you sue for two million. And you no, I've what the stories. Oh,
2: they pop. But well, well, I'm just saying.
1: Well, I'm just telling <laughs> you how people go, to, go oh. to steal something. Oh, oh, okay. go. People steal something because by the time you find out it's stolen, two people have made. Millions, you know, how many songs did uh, Beyoncé steal from people? Beyoncé
2: never uh, stole anything. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah, she's an angel.
2: <laughs> okay. So why do he say, what, right. I mean, Qualcomm
1: what uh, Incorporated on Tuesday, Ledger Apple Incorporated stole his trade secrets and gave them to Intel groups to improve his chips,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all right? So it's all about the chip, you know, mm-hmm. paving the way for Apple to use them instead of uh, Qualcomm chips.
2: Mhm so well, somebody used to work there or something
1: uh, yeah p- well, apparently, I don't know how they how they got in there. I mean maybe you tell it goes further in there, but a crime cop made an uh, an accusation and a motion to amend a uh, a complaint filed in uh, November when it left avoco had broken a software license contract oh,
0: wow. by sharing
1: confidential details about Qualcomm's chip
0: oh okay. which
1: but um. Intel engineers. So what had happened? They uh, they're not using Qualcomm's chips anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. They got
1: their own. And when they finally got a chance to look at a chip,
0: <laughs> it, it turned
1: out to be. <laughs> in the...
0: it uh-huh. so. mm-hmm. Wow. People gonna do what
2: they gonna do. Mm mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah, put them on the kids list. Okay. Apple or Qualcomm? Both of <laughs> Okay. I have one more. Um, this temple in um India, top court revoked ban on women. Check this out. The temple in Kerala barred women, this is crazy, of a menstruating age, defined as between the ages of 10 and 50 from what? entering their... Um, temple. So women that menstruate are not allowed to participate in religious rituals or enter temples as they are considered unclean in Hinduism. The ruling came after a petition argued that custom violated gender equality. Well, most Hindu temples allow women to enter as long as they are not menstruating. Really? Wait a minute. How do they know? Girl, I don't know. Are you know. saying they're checking them at the door? I don't know. In the judgment, oh my gosh, the chief
1: um
2: I think justice I got a dog that smells. The pack um Millsville said that religion is for one dignity and identity, adding that the right to practice religion is available to both men and women. So, this is what the chief justice was saying that that ruling I had before, guess what? That's squashed. So, for centuries, wow. temples and shrines have cited tradition to keep women out in their ma- uh, their management, dominated mostly by um, patriarchal men. Mm-hmm. But in the recent years, they have faced an unprecedented challenge from women's groups. So that's a good. Good thing. gracious! I'm like, really? Y'all doing something else other than praying? I'm sorry. That's yes, just my what? take on it. That's like the day one. Yeah, he's got some dice games going in the back room or what? Mm, I don't know. I've never heard anything. Yeah, he's doing a lot and stuff on the road. Okay, now. Like them priests, but anyway, it's enough chaplain. That's <Not> enough chaplain. <laughs> oh, wee. Okay. I right,
1: welcome go back to John Fry and Winnie Hood's property. you with a kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: <laughs> Both Why It's a party. <laughs> we have one too minute. Mm. Tasty. Tastes just like candy. Oh no. What's poppin' tonight, Papa Didi?
1: Well Well, there's so much there's so much going on me, you huh? Know? Let's talk about that uh senator from South Carolina.
0: Oh Lord. What is <laughs> punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo wee.
1: Lindsey Graham was his name.
0: Mm.
1: Now, Lindsey Graham, first of all, he uh, had a set of kahunas from the beginning. Then Trump got next to him. He started chumming up to Trump. And I think he did that. I think Trump gave him some kind of pep talk after the thing was over with the young lady speaking. He came in there at the end of the session, at the end of the day... And did this long drawn out. It's a disgrace. It, 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 but he didn't realize at the same time he's pushing this woman like into the into the dirt, and that's why them girls are so upset in the elevator because Graham just used that last statement saying we should forget about it, move on, and bring them in, here, people. But they don't understand that Kavanaugh, first of all, was a was a very privileged guy growing up, as well as the doctor. You know, and I've always heard too that psychology is the easiest field you can go into when you want to advance your career. Because, first of all, psychology do not involve no math, first of all, when you're going to college. And people can go, I mean, there's people on jobs that have degrees outside of their, you know, their craft they work in, but they get paid management because they have a degree from college. And a lot of them are in psychology because it's the easiest subject to uh achieve a uh, higher education in. And that's what she was. She was a psychology member, um major. And that's where they all go to get that. And nobody's talking about their parents or their financial level and what they were doing in their pastime. She went to all girls school. He went to all boys school. They had a meeting place for all the people and students got together. They all were curious. all they all were curious with uh you know with with hormonal uh because the other two girls claimed that uh, they saw the gang, the gang raping going on, but they kept going back there because that's where they went.
0: Mm-hmm. That's where
1: the hangout was. That was. And they said, Why did keep going back there? Everybody could think of a logical mind in their forties and fifties and sixties, but these kids were kids. They were fifteen, sixteen years old. Their hormones was popping out of their skin, you know. And they just went somewhere in order to be accepted, or or, or their their minds, made of clay, was just like. You know, the curiosity was mixed with the maturity and the puberty, and everything is what it was. That's why I said, how can they think that that lady was so destitute? At 15 years old, a girl knows what's going on with her life. At 15 are you're, you're damn near mature. You're two years from graduating, so she knows exactly what went down. But the sad part about it is that, just like the hood is concerned, they're all trying. He's trying to hide the fact when I mean, you got to understand how she's making him cringe. And that's why he's so pissed off, because he had a gimmick going for a long time. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, somebody came along and exposed him from the number one place that you can be exposed from, and that's your hood. You know what I mean? When somebody goes back to your hood back in the day, boy, they're not even into your adult life, you know? Mm -hmm. They went back to the hood, back when you used to walk and roam the streets, and it wasn't a care in the world, based on anything. All you had to do was show up. And maintain what you're doing and and do what you do and and she got him in the hood move, and now I'm going kind to of find out the guy, even though he denying this and how how first of all, how are you denying this and denying that and she came up with a name of the person who was there with the, the person who was there at the time, and then he gonna come out and say, "Yeah, well, yeah, me and him we're friends, but he has a he has an alcohol problem he has an addiction okay well he so he fell off. But when y'all were younger, y'all were partners. So you do know the guy that she's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? So how the hell are you going to deny what she's saying when you know the dude he's talking about? Even though you grew up to be a judge, and he's a, he was a baggage guy at the fucking Piggly Wiggly or wherever the hell he was working at. Uh, yeah, Safeway. Safeway. Mm-hmm. He, was a baggage guy. he was a grown man being a baggage guy. Most of his life he was there, and now... He's going to cooperate in the FBI investigation, which is going to not. Kavanaugh, know he's done. I guarantee you that man, before that FBI investigation go on by Monday morning, because now anybody doing nothing because, the, you know, it's the weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you before Monday morning strikes the bell at 9 a.m., you're going to hear that Kavanaugh withdrew his name from that situation because he does not want his friend, who was strung out, and you know the FBI had to get him to talk. Hell, they'll buy him a whole bottle of Knob Creek.
0: Hmm.
1: See, oh man, let's talk. <laughs> you want to talk about a little something? something? Well, you can give, me, give me give me a bottle. Give me, give me some. Give me some drink. I, 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 I'll i talk. You don't know where, where his mind is. Mm-hmm. But the sad part about it is that this guy, who was a friend of Kavanaugh, is still out there, and he's living his life in the hood, in his in his childhood days. And the FBI FBI is gonna come around. And crack that. And he's going to start talking. And I mean, they got him. I just, like I said before, and I'll say it again and close on that. How are you going to deny that something didn't happen with this person? You know nothing about it. The friend that she mentioned was your boy. And then you go admit that, yeah, me and him were friends. He liked to drink. You're like, of oh, course, cool, but that's just what she just said. So how the fuck do you not know him? How do you not know about the innocent know about him when you oh man, I'm like, really? <laughs> we think we are man and my wife, and my child, and my this man, fuck your kids and your wife. Y'all you all lying, all of y'all. Oh, y'all all lying. And then that's why everybody took sympathy toward the woman. Mm-hmm. Everybody putting two and two together and I guarantee you, and for him to save faith, he needs to drop from that brother. Cause, and it's got nothing to do with anything else but you lying. You could admit it that you you were you knew her. I don't know about the incident but I did know her and we all used to drink and all that, this and that. But no, you want to come in strong like Trump. See, Trump is teaching everybody to do what he does, but Trump's a millionaire and a jerk off. So he can get away with that. Yeah. Other people can't get Billy Bush got fired from NBC by encouraging him saying, Really? Really? Grabbing her vagina, this really did what happened And 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 NBC said, Wow, why'd you encourage him? You're fired. The same with the old girl, Roseanne, Roseanne Barr. She yeah. tried to act like him. Say what he said. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, she looks look like a monkey. Yeah, she's a bright, black monkey. Yeah. I got the attitude from Trump. What did they say from the show? <laughs> You're fired.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. nobody's going with that, but people think they got the guns now because they're in, in Trumpville. So they can like the football player score a touchdown and go like that. You know, but everybody's living in Trumpville, but they can't live in Trumpville in the society we live in because they're not trying to hear that. So this guy's lying his ass off. Yeah. And for and the sad part about it, too, is that, that Lindsey Graham, again, was able to jump in her ass. Why? Because she was the average-looking woman. It would have been a total different event, and it would have eased up quicker, if she would have been a nice-looking bombshell with a big rat and everything else going for it, she's sitting there just beautiful as hell. They would say, oh, wow, oh, my God, oh, wow. So
2: if she wow, was Stormy man. Daniels, yeah, it would have been different.
1: Well, no, not Stormy Daniels, the other one, not Stormy. Stormy was just an exotic dancer. The other girl that uh, Trump Oh,
2: was yeah.
1: With, the other one that, that Trump one. was with, mm-hmm. the brunette, damn, she was fine as hell. She so was a damn, yeah, he must have seen whatever, she's fine as hell. You know, so but the fact that that lady came out, and she looked at average after 30 years, you know, people thought they the 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 senators the, uh, thought they could beat her up after she left out, and, and Lindsey Graham is ah, she's bad, she she's horrible, hair is all frizzy, big old stupid glasses, and he beat her down, and that's when the girl in the elevator came along and said, "Really?" I said Senator, and now it's just going to start, the layers are unfolding. It's amazing when you see white folks start to squirm. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Okay
1: then I give him Monday He'll withdraw I guarantee you Wow That would
2: be why He's gonna break by then huh Because
1: the FBI said He's gonna talk to his boy And his boy He's, still yeah,
2: wearing
1: he's gonna talk to Mark Judge Mark Judge He's still wearing T-shirts too small for him So he know he's crazy Okay
2: <laughs> You see
1: the red T-shirt He had on <laughs> <laughs> He's <somewhere> gonna <laughs> <the> <laughs> No I didn't see him oh, who, yeah, who,
2: Who's that
1: all right, welcome back to the John Pratt morning with Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One,
2: And me, Boneswine. It's time for the weird news. And we got some weird ones for you tonight. Kettle, you going to kick us off? I'm going to kick it off. All right, what you got, Kettle? Man accused of taking 150 pounds of waffle mix. Okay. Wow. This is the Waffle House. This is in uh, Peachtree City, Georgia. A Georgia man is accused of stealing 150 pounds, which is 68 kilograms, of waffle mix from a former employer. Oh, and flipping it to a syrup stream of buyers. Oh, you exactly. <laughs> huh? That's interesting. Peachtree City Police spokes, a woman, Lieutenant Odella Burge, told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution um, on Thursday that 30, 33-year-old Brandon Lee Nelson is charged with burglary. Mm-mm. Police say Nelson drove to his former employee's storage facility oh, in he to work there. and stole five boxes of golden malted waffle batter. Bird says Nelson then um, covertly sold it to the buyers who contacted him about the stolen dough. Bird says Nelson later was identified on surveillance video oh, of the God. theft and ran arrested this month. He has since posted bail and been released. It's Come on, clear Brandon if he has a lawyer. Five Brandon. boxes. And he's flipping it like you flip a house, like you buy a house, fix it up and flip it. He's going to steal waffle mix and flip it. He's special. All right, I'm putting him on the kiss it list. Oh, that was just stupid, Brandon. Brandon Lee Nelson. Yep. You're on the kiss it list. Okay. Uh, uh, I got one for you. California divorce courts go to the dogs. What? This is in Los Angeles. <laughs> California courts could be going to the dogs and maybe the cats too mm-hmm. under a new law signed by Governor Jerry Brown. Uh-huh. The law signed yesterday gives judges the discretion of applying laws similar to those in child custody cases when determining who gets the family pet following a divorce. People been fighting over the pets, so now they're saying look. You can deal with these pets like you do the kids. And this law takes effect January 1st of next year. Now, under the current law, pets are considered community property, much like cars and TVs and furniture, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, deciding who gets to keep them has not been easy when both parties say they love them and they want them. Mm-hmm. So, under the new law, pets will still be considered community property, but Judges may now consider several factors, including who feeds the family pet, who protects it, who plays with it, before ruling on who ultimately gets to keep it. Mm. Mm. So now they're going to be battling out on the. Well, I feed the dog every day. Mm. I walk him every day. I'm the one that takes him and get him bathed and clipped and all of that. You just come in here and throw a ball every now and then, so the dog should be with me. Mm. Oh, they're going to battle it out So that new law goes into effect January 1st So if you're in LA And you're battling over who gets to keep the pets You better prepare yourself It's about to be different I know that's right Okay Alright Papa We've got the last one What you got over there
1: uh, Let's see Six Flags St. Louis offers uh, Perks for customers Okay That's just Eureka Eureka, Missouri, uh, six contestants for a uh, promotion at uh, Six Flags St. Louis mm-hmm. will uh, compete for a $300 prize, season tickets, and other perks, and all they have to do is spend 30 hours in a coffin.
2: Excuse me?
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: That's all they get? What's that again?
1: They have to spend 30 <laughs> hours in a coffin. And they get what? The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports that uh, participants chosen for the ghoulish contest will uh, buy their time in a two-foot by seven-foot coffin from 1 p.m. October 13th to 7 p.m. October 14th at the park. Uh
2: Uh-oh. What are
1: they going to get? They're going to get a lifetime... uh, yeah, lifetime membership is six flags and uh Oh.
2: And um,
1: three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars, yeah. I don't
2: know about <laughs> <laughs> this. Is in Missouri.
1: The contestants will get a brief from
2: Missouri uh, on the Kiss They'll
1: get a brief hourly bathroom break, but otherwise remain in the coffin.
2: Oh my god.
1: All who competes the challenge gets uh oh. two twenty nineteen goal season passes, and other park prizes. If more than one uh, makes it to 30 hours, they draw in, but it, but it's him who gets the $300.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and he's still breaking it off.
2: That is crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: One more perk. Uh,
2: mm. One
1: more? It says uh, the successful winner gets to keep the coffin at the end. <laughs>
2: Are you serious? Okay. I am done with Six Flags, Missouri. Yeah. I'm putting them on the kissing list. Thank you, Mike. Their um sales of Six Flags must not be that high. So it must they, not be. They got to do something. Can you imagine if somebody starts having panic attacks or something, locked in a coffin? I guess they don't lock it. They must have it where you can get out if you want. But if you get out, you lose. That's crazy. Oh, gosh.
0: Okay. Okay,
2: and they get to keep the coffin, whoever wins, huh? Now, my question is, where do you store a coffin? Unless you just have room like that where you live. What are you going to do with a coffin? Stick it in the garage somewhere?
1: It's probably very comfortable. Mm.
2: So tell the kids, that's your new toy box. Put all your toys in this box right here. That's bizarre. Okay. All right. Okay, shall we move on? I guess so All right, Are we taking a break, or should I keep going? That's up to you. all right, well, I'm gonna keep on going then. Right okay, now um i I'm still thinking about this whole hearing situation. <sighs> what we saw yesterday i mean i I've never seen anything quite like that. I thought the Anita Hill hearing was something that was a once in a in a historical lifetime situation but yet here we go again with what we saw on yesterday so I don't know Uh, I just want to talk about the whole thing of of sexual um, assault and how people respond to it that's what that's what I'm talking about tonight so my topic is if you don't understand just shut up it's simple if you don't understand just shut up okay So with all the attention focused on sexual assault, so many people, male and female, who don't understand what it means to be sexually assaulted need to just shut up if you don't know what to say or if you're going to open your mouth and say the wrong thing. Just shut up. I am so tired of hearing people say, well, why do these women wait so long before speaking up? And to that I say, if you don't understand... Just shut up. Three simple words. Just shut up. I'm just saying. There's so many factors involved when a person is assaulted, whether it be with a weapon like a knife, a gun, or uh, whatever, or whether it's a sexual assault. If you don't know what it means to have somebody take away your choice or take away your power, then you don't need to speak on it. If you don't understand it, don't speak on it, and definitely don't speak negatively on it. If you don't know what it feels like to be a victim, and you can't sympathize with the whole situation, shut up. Don't open your mouth and say ignorant stuff, like, well, you know, that was two years ago, and you're still talking about it. Don't say stuff like that. You don't have the right to tell somebody how long they need take to deal with a situation. And please don't say you should have gotten over it by now. It's not for you to say. Situations like this, some people never get over. You learn to cope, but you don't really get over it, and you certainly don't forget it. You know, there's a psychological effect that you just can't explain. When somebody assault you like that, there's the fear, there's shame, there's embarrassment, there's the disgust. There's the self-loathing. There's confusion. You blame yourself because you feel like I should have done this. I should have done that. If I hadn't gone there, then this wouldn't happen. Or if I didn't talk to that person, then that wouldn't have happened. So you find ways to try to blame it on yourself, and it's not your fault. It's the other person's fault. You're the victim. So don't blame yourself, and don't try to forget it. It's a waste of time to try to forget it. This is part of your life now, and you have to find ways to cope with it. So I'm just saying, if you don't understand and you can't sympathize, just shut up. Don't say things that add to the pain of an assault victim. How about just show some compassion? If you can't do anything else, just show compassion. Be supportive. Be a listening ear, or just be a shoulder to cry on. There's no time limit, like I said, to get over it, you know, in any particular period of time. Assault becomes part of your life's experience, and it's the victim's option for how they choose to deal with it. Some people want to take that story to their grave, and they never tell a soul. Then you have some people that are shouted from the mountaintop, and that's their choice. So that's all I'm saying tonight. You know, if you don't get it, like they say about the Washington Post, if you don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> if you don't understand and you can't sympathize, then just shut up. But don't run your mouth and say, well, these people, you know, they come out the woodwork 20 years later and all. It may take some people 20 years to finally come to grips with what happened to them 20 years ago. If you haven't dealt with it and you, it's not your story and you can't relate, shut up. Let people live their life. Let people deal with their own situation. If you can't be sympathetic, this is red wine. I'm saying, if you can't deal with it, you can't help it, shut up. That's all I got. <laughs> Guys, I'm just saying, this stuff is serious, you know. There were people like were like in their 70s calling onto that hotline yesterday talking about stuff that happened to them 50 years ago that they never told a living soul and now they're saying I really feel like I need to talk to somebody about this. So folks just don't understand. If you haven't experienced it or you haven't had someone close to you who you've been through it with them, you just don't understand. Mm -hmm. So don't run your mouth and say oh they need to stop. You know they're making it up or they're just being dramatic and all that. Shut up. All right, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, man. That <laughs> yeah, tied into all cool. the things we've been talking about. It's time. a jungle out there. I see. Oh, wow, wow. Full of old white men sitting on these Senate panels. Oh, Just saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's next week's commentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after we'll get to that one next week. After we figure out if Kavanaugh going to make it or not. Yes, indeed. Oh, on another note, on a positive note, mm-hmm. I do want to say shout out to Prince. All right, he was awarded a doctorate degree this week. Ripley. Mm-hmm. Yes, post 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 posthumously, mm-hmm. if I'm pronouncing that right. Mhm. Uh, in a ceremony at Ted TEDMan Concert Hall, mm-hmm. he was praised for contributions as a musician, activist, humanitarian, and philo- philanthropist. Mhm. And um, they said his impact and legacy are immeasurable, which they are. And Tyka Nelson, his sister, was on hand to accept the award, and she was overcome with emotion. She thanked everybody, et cetera. So now Prince is Dr. Prince. Oh, excuse Just so me. you know.
0: All
2: right. Dr. Prince. Now where is that? What, what, uh... This was in um, University of Minnesota. Oh, wow. They no. gave him a doctorate That's of humane right. letters. All right. So oh, shout out to Prince. All right. Okay. All right. So proud of you. All
1: right. All right. Hi, welcome back to Pajam. Pie one of your hosts, Papa D. here with Kettle. Hello. And Red
2: Wine. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and <bonsoir. Jesus. laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. It's this Colonial. Sipping on that mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. Cheers. and you. Hey! With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Woo! Okay. (laughs) What you got for us, Papa? All right.
1: Um, In Living for the City night, let's talk about the the, the turncoats. You know, I mean, it's just the, the, the turncoat is unbelievable. This guy, Lindsey Graham, is his name from South Carolina. Do you remember early on when? Trump first came president, he was hating Trump's guts. Didn't get along with him at all. They argued about everything. They, they weren't connected to nothing. Then all of a sudden he started shoving up to him and thinking and talking like him and doing everything like him. And then today he took the advice of Trump to go in there after the second half of the situation and during the finale of everything to make this as as, as classic you know, white folks would do, to be boisterous and overpowering, to be feared as opposed to respected, and he went in there with all this, you know, this this, this strong talk like he did, would set the stage for everything else, because people ain't buying that no more, you know what I mean, scolding people is not, you know, that's, that's not even part of the program, but he was just loud and boisterous. Yes, he'll be the same with himself. All, I, I recommend all my fellow Republicans to vote for him and get him in. But that's the same thing happened to Clarence Thomas. Despite what, what Anita Hill was talking about, they still brought him in. And he was walking around the office talking all kind of sexual smacks, You know? Documented. But this stuff happened so long ago that there was no video. There was no anything to catch people in the act. Nowadays, you have to get caught in the act. In every aspect. That's how you get busted. But back then... Nobody had anything recorded. They would just go to work and come home the next day and say, Oh, God, I got to go ahead and deal with this. And they go in the auditorium and they and do what they do, or they go in the gymnasium and do what they do. But nowadays, you man, cell phones is all over the place to record and to do whatever. So people perceive a caution in the things they do. But getting back to Lindsey Graham, all of a sudden he followed Trump's advice today or yesterday by going in hard during the final. Discussion And people just was like at an uproar saying, what is this man talking about? Is he putting her down? Remember he just started saying, you know, mm-hmm. we need to both put his get him in there. Good. He was like like at the end of the day, give a long. And, and I couldn't believe it was Lindsey Graham because he's a little punk ass from South Carolina. He never really made no noise. He was just a little clean cut guy. Another privileged guy. Another privileged white folk just doing his thing. But, see, he did that because Lindsey Graham is not up for election until 2020. Now, either two things are going to happen. Either he's going to win it in 2020, ride along with Trump to do his thing, or by then he'll be retired because he's going to collect enough money from the Rifle Association and everything else, you know. He got his cash already, so he's straight. There's a reason why he was talking all this stuff, because he knew the speech he made was a suicide speech. It was so sad that the guy in the elevator took the brink of Lindsey Graham's...
2: Oh, no, yeah, Flake.
1: Yeah, Flake was getting all beat up by people in the elevator, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Flake needed to find his way around that damn building to find another way to travel. i the hell they hooked up with the public like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Come on,
1: Flake, I thought you knew that damn building, really, you know. But uh, Flake needed to really find his way around.
2: But they had more security. Though. But I thought he mm-hmm. wasn't running for re-election anyway. I think he's on
1: his way out. He's on his way out, too. And the other guy's on his way out, too. The Speaker of the House, Ryan, he's on his way out, also. Everybody's leaving really inadvertently, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. They're not
1: hanging around there no more. I mean, and Trump knows that He's going to have a real skeleton crew, you know, starting uh the next year of his presidency, so, which is the year before the, the election. So I'm telling you, time is flying because there's so much crap going on. There's so much junk compounded. That, uh, you know, it's just a mess. It's an absolute mess. So anyway, that's all I got
2: for that. What's going on, Captain? We got a lot going on. All right, break it down. Let's get into it. Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. We haven't heard from her in a long time. She's going to be executive producer for Boomerang TV series. Get out of here. Lena Waithe. Uh Everybody knows Lena Waithe's um, she made history. Um, she was the first black woman to win an Emmy Award for a comedy in writing. She created the um, series The Shy. And uh, also the comedy series that she won an award for was called Master of None. So it's been more than two decades since Eddie Murphy brought the story of Marcus Graham. You remember Marcus Graham?
0: Marcus. Ram? <laughs> I'm not wearing
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> He was a handsome, high-powered marketing executive to um, uh, life in Boomerang. So after BET announced it was adapting the 1992 hit comedy for the small screen, now we know Boomerang star Halle Berry will partner with Lena Waithe to executive produce the series. Um, like I said, she won an, an Emmy. So she's not in it. She's just executive producer. Executive producer. Oh. So uh, goes on to say this is less of a re- reboot and more of a continuation of the original story. Mm, interesting. Interesting. All oh, right. I'd probably watch it because that's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Yeah. I love the music movie. and everything was good in it. Every oh, yeah. everything was great. Robin Givens was so good in that movie. And she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't get her props. She's no, an actress. I think. I think, I think good. she's an actress.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, also, Mr. Rogers is coming to the screen. Oh. Tom Hanks will play Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor. <laughs> It's gonna be called "You Are My Friend," um, which tells the story of Fred Rogers, the beloved host of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Tom Hanks is Mister Rogers coming to a neighborhood near you. October 2019. Oh. Uh, All right. He gonna wear his sweater, and uh, you should you can can see the um, pictures on um, Instagram. I can see Tom Hanks doing Mister Rogers. The only he thing, that hair back a little differently. He would look right. just like him. But they have it. But the high top is a little too high you look at Mr. Rogers, it's okay. not too hot yeah but he, he he can get away with it. Yep. okay um Wolf Bay um Jesse, Jesse Williams to make um his directorial debut with a biopic centered on Emmett Smith's mother so our favorite Walt Emmett, Bay, Emmett uh, uh I'm sorry Emmett Till's mother Oh, oh, okay. So Jesse Williams is set to make his feature-length director, uh, directorial uh, debut with Till, a film about Mamie Elizabeth Till Mobley. She's the mother of Emmett Till. So the film, written by uh, Michael Rowley and civil rights filmmaker Keith um, uh, will focus on uh, Till Mobley's search for justice after her son was lynched in 1995 after being accused of flirting with a white woman. Ah. So, um, this one to take place it's gonna take place in Jim Crow era, Mississippi. Till's murder was a turning point in the civil rights movement, and sure was. Um, uh, the movie is based on um Black Channel's two thousand five documentary, The Untold Story of Emmett um Lewis Till. Oh, I didn't see that documentary. Mm. Mm-hmm. The reopening was first revealed to Congress in March twenty eighteen report. Hmm, okay. And you this know. is Jesse uh, Jesse Williams. Williams uh, Williams will produce the film with Whoopi Goldberg, who is also set to appear in the project. Ah, uh-huh. And Jesse Williams is um, in um, the Shonda Rhimes uh, uh, series, um, Praise Anatomy. Anatomy. She's yes, an African American gentleman. Oh, yeah. Praise Anatomy. Yeah, Sexy you. Doctor with the Dreamy Eyes. Speaking of Shonda Rhimes, that was a good segue. Okay. Chandra Rhymes, Gabriel Union, interesting combination, and Jada Pickett-Smith signed on to produce Kerry Washington's new Broadway play. Chandra wow. Rhymes and Kerry Washington are teaming up again, only this time it is not the TGIT, you know, Ooh. the Thank God it's Thursday. No more Scandal. The former Scandal star is preparing for a new role, Broadway production, and she's getting some help from her famous friends. On so addition with rhymes, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, which is Gabrielle's oh. husband, Jada Pickett Smith, um, Steve Stout, and Washington's husband, can't pronounce his name. Okay. Mr. Um, Man. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Man, the football player. Yeah. Have added their name to the list of producers. It's going to be called The American Sun, a new play that wrestles with race and law enforcement in America. It's a lot of things that are going on that dealing with grace and law enforcement. Yeah. It's such a prevalent topic. Yeah. So, it's, um, The American Son is a four-person drama about estranged parents who are forced to come together to find out what happened to their teenage son after um, he's detained by police. The play is set in Florida police station Hmm. and will no doubt deal with many of the emotions that have, um, bubbled up over the past few years. Oh, so that sounds interesting. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Yep. Okay. Got a lot going on. I'm noticing how a lot of these actors, and they're moving into directing. But then they're teaming up with a lot of people you didn't think they, you know, would team up with. Interesting, Yeah. yeah. Dang. It's all about finding your next project. That's true. You now you can't That's sit true. back and wait for your agent Mm-mm. to send you on an on a right. audition. Right. And you're trying to constantly be in front of the camera. If you want to keep working, sometimes you got to start finding new ways to profit. Right. But I I, I see a lot of people are doing the dual hats. Um, yeah. They're in the they're acting and they're doing producing. Yeah. And if they have the money because they're making the money, they got to write them. Money off off taxes, so they got to you know use it some form of fashion. Yeah, so one well, explains why a lot of them started their own production company. There you go, mm-hmm. so they can produce their own stuff. There you go. Okay, well that's my Hollywood wrap up. So I might as well get into the cocktail, um the colonial recipe. Oh, okay. It is a scrumptious cocktail. Mm-hmm. It is ginger. It's a great cocktail flavor, which has become more popular in recent years um, since the release of this Domaine de Canton ginger liqueur. That's the name of it, Domaine de Canton. Oh, that's what this is. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So this is like a simple martini. It's, it's, it's easy. It's one and a half ounces of gin, which we prefer Bombay Sapphire. Top it. Uh, one half ounces of ginger liqueur which is the liqueur I just mentioned the Domaine de Conten, Um and the cucumber uh, slice for garnish. So you pour the ingredients to a cocktail shaker filled with ice. You shake it very well. Take it, shake it. Shake it, shake it. Strain cool. it to a um, chilled cocktail glass and garnish with the um, cu- cucumber slice. Hey. Um, if you don't have cucumber um, just use lime which is Okay, for the the lime lovers, and for the folks that want the uh, additional punk juice, <laughs> you can add, uh, you can top it off with a ginger ale. Yeah, if you oh. need to mellow it out. A little bit. <laughs> for those who can't hang. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so that'll be posted uh, on our website. Mm-hmm. You can go to aPajamaParty.com. Make sure you put the A in the front, aPajamaParty.com. Click on Cocktail of the Week. And you can get the recipe for the cocktail of the week and check out La Coloniale. Mm. If you like ginger, I think you'll like this one. Uh, That was a good one, Cattle. and thank you for the Hollywood rapper. A lot going on. Um, There was one other one I heard about. I don't recall who's all there, Mm -hmm. but there's a big concert going on tomorrow in Central Park in New York. Okay. Um, Papa Didi was telling me about it. Mm -hmm. I know he said... uh, uh, is it John Legend and uh, Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, Cardi B? Oh Wow. What are they uh, money? I don't know. I don't know what the event is for. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the New York area and you can still, I don't know if oh okay, it's called the Global Citizen uh, Festival. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I that's did it. hear about that. Yeah. So who else is going to be there? Damn, um, cool. I heard John Legend, Cardi B, Janet okay. Jackson. Okay, yeah. And there was other, there were other uh, the people. Weekend. Oh, really? Shawn Mendes, Janelle Monae. Yes. Janet Jackson, and Cardi B. Okay. Those are the top ones. I mean, hey. Tickets, uh, ninety nine dollars to one hundred fifty dollars. Woo. Uh, stadium, sixty thousand capacity. Wow. I thought it was in Central Park. It says stadium. Okay. They have a stadium there in Central Park. I What's don't it's know. It's called the Great Lawn at Central Park. I, I guess it holds 60000 60, oh, So, okay. That's what they're saying, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, if you're in the New York area, mm-hmm. you might want to check that out if you can get a ticket. Yeah. That's so tomorrow around about 3 o'clock, I believe it is. Weekend hasn't been out since um, he broke up with girlfriend. He's all right. He's all right. Once he cut his hair, he's, uh-huh. he's all right. Oh, he cut his hair? Yeah, he cut his hair a while ago. Ooh. I mean, not all of it, but he cut off that crazy, right, right, that that frozen wave thing. I, 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 I guess that was just to get him out there, get him noticed, you know, so to speak. And he's like, okay, I, need I to do suppose.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir once again.
1: And the kiss a list bonsoir, is a list bonsoir, of, man, of uh, I mean, are you done uh, with your dream? Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm,
2: mm. What's the kiss of this problem? Sorry, Carry on. Mm, mm, mm. Red wine. More embers. Just sweet then, What's the kiss of this bomb? <laughs> I love you too, cattle. Go yeah. ahead, Papa Danny
1: The kiss of this is people that showed their butt hiney over the last week or so. They huh? did what they wanted to do. Uh-huh. Any, without any regard of anybody's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, or what have you. And my number one person I'm putting on the kiss list is Senator mm. Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. Yes, Like yeah. I said earlier, this punk ass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? Trump was scaring the dog shit out of him a few months
0: ago. Mm-hmm. Okay? He was against
1: Trump for a minute, and mm-hmm. Trump came in with a strong arm. Now he's backing Trump. They're going to go in there, make the final statement there, yelling and screaming about how anybody picked it. We got to be you punk ass. Mm. No compassion. So you saying it? This is get this person in there, in office. Yada yada. yada forget it. Well, he did the same thing with Clarence Thomas back in the day. Nita Hill was saying he was saying there was pubic hairs on soda and all kind oh, of crazy yes. shit.
2: It was he was talking.
1: Trump. Y'all didn't listen to that.
2: Ooh. Y'all still he that pubic that, hairs that. on a soda can. Yeah. All kind of stuff. He still
1: brought that Uncle Tom <laughs> Negro into into Man. the Supreme Court. You know what I mean? He looks a mess now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: with a fat, ugly ass wife. Anyway.
2: Oh, oh what?
1: Anyway, um, that's that's what I have on the list so far. And yeah, I'm
2: gonna put C- Judge Clarence Thomas on the kids' list oh, yeah, for that. Lord. Oh yeah, boy. You know, put him on there.
1: His wife in front of Anita Hill about five. Yeah,
2: add his wife to the list. Why you gonna run down Anita Hill talking smack? Talking about that's my man. He and almost you almost ruined it for my man. To, all this crazy stuff. Well, I guess he's oh, he tripping.
1: So, Mr. and
2: Mrs. Clarence Thompson.
1: I guess he's married to a white woman, so you feel like he arrived or something. Whatever. Also, we we put
2: in Qualcomm, Qualcomm and Apple. On the Kiss It list.
1: Why Qualcomm? <laughs> Apple stole from Qualcomm. Well,
2: we don't know for sure. That's what the accusation was. We do know for sure
1: because Apple I'm putting
2: both of them on the list because <laughs> I don't believe either one of them.
1: Wine, I small. think
2: there was some stealing going on, some lying going on. But uh, so,
1: Qualcomm is just a small Internet company that had the chip.
0: All
2: the more reason why I don't believe them. Okay. I'm putting them both on the kissing list.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, I've got Brandon Lee Nelson. That's the guy that stole all that waffle mix, trying to sell it. And this is a company he used to work for. You're going to break into the company you used to work for, steal waffle mix, sell it to somebody else, bust it on a surveillance camera. you just stupid all the way around. So Brandon Lee Nelson, you're on the it list. Mm-hmm. Also, I've got Six Flags, Missouri. But that all of trying to get people to sit up in a coffin. Yeah, that's crazy. For what was that, like overnight or for yeah. a day and a half wow, or something? Two, two days, yeah. Yeah, laying a coffin to get lifetime tickets and $300 and a coffin. People might have backlash behind They are crazy. That's crazy. Oh, I don't know who thought that promotion was a good idea, but that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already mentioned Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. I have a few. Roger, Roger Cadell, he's on it forever. <laughs> okay everybody knew rogersdale is mhm okay. n f l commissioner um also kavanaugh uh, <laughs> uh yes for being so belligerent and arrogant mhm for sure
0: yeah,
2: yeah. um sure that. also in texas uh the cypress uh fairbanks independent um school district for not net not letting that young lady um the young girl um choose not to do the um Oh, yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance. That's right. right. It's her right since 1943. Okay. She wasn't even born yet. Exactly. If the law says she can <laughs> opt out, let her opt out. Yes. And if the parents, I mean, it, well, I can understand maybe why the parents have to write something because, you know, they figure at that age she she knows not what she do, but apparently these young folks, they do. Some of them do. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay, is that everybody? So I said, oh, All right, ass. we got a gift wrap package for everybody on the Kiss kissing list. Kiss Here it is. My entire
0: ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This
1: world kiss my
0: ass. Kiss my ass.
1: All right, welcome back to a John Party one. It was Papa D. with a kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Woo!
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, What's your last word, Rihanna? Woo! Oh, my last word is this uh, colonial is very tasty. <laughs> and when we go off the air, I'm going to get the bartender to make me one more. But my last word is as I was saying before, to people who don't understand sexual assault. If you don't understand and you can't sympathize, then shut up. Mm-mm. Don't say ignorant things. Don't try to tell people what they ought to do and why would you wait and 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 how long is it going to take for you to get over it. And Or if it was an attempted situation like with Dr. Ford. I heard, I heard somebody say the other day, well, it's not like he actually raped her. I'm like, you don't understand. The man pinned her down, covered her mouth. She was in fear of a lot of stuff going on. So don't act like because he didn't penetrate her, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. To the people like that, I say, shut up. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Mm -hmm. And that's my last word. But thank you for joining us tonight. (laughs) We appreciate that. You can visit us on Um, com, where we can show you some love there. Mm -hmm. I have no love, though, for people who can't be sympathetic with victims of sexual assault. Anyway... Uh over to you, Papa Didi what's your last word?
1: My last word is um uh the, the, the courage that the lady showed to come out and speak like she did you know and and I just I'm just really you know I'm behind her hundred percent because what gets to me is that she wasn't lying, you know she tried to break it down thirty years later as she remembered it. And then the jerk off, uh, Kavanaugh, he comes off and 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 says that I, I did have a friend named, the one that she named. So how the hell does she know? How does she know you had a friend? The same one that y'all were holding her, both, holding her down. You know him. You don't know her, but you know him. What the hell, man? You know what I mean? I mean, we're 15 years old. Everybody knew who they were, hanging out when they were 15. If you got... Four or five people you hung out with all the time. Y'all was road dogs and y'all were all together as, you know, high school students. You know who was who. But you try and act like, because now you became a big time George. You don't know nobody. Then your boy that was with you, he's all strung out now and working his Safeway back in the hood. Okay? He ain't a mouth of jack shit. And you try and act like he's he, he ain't part of your life no more. So this dude is a hypocrite on all four sides, you know? Got drunk all the time lamb and ladies was doing all kind of gang banging, Damn. Damn. You know what I mean? If he was in the hood, he would be, you know, called a gangbanger. But he was up in the suburb. What area was they in? Chevy Chase, Maryland?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Damn, I need to ride through Chevy Chase. He was having uh, up there now. See how the kids of the kids of the kids are doing now. What the hell are they doing? You know, so it's just a mess. Just a mess, you know? And I guarantee you, just mark my word about Monday morning Kavanaugh's going to withdraw his name. Because this weekend he's going to get shit faces smashed on alcohol and wake up Monday morning and not want to be a part of it no more. So, that's, that's my it.
0: word.
2: All right, over to you, Kevin. Well, I don't mean to be too boisterous, but y'all folks need to stop lying. Stop lying, stop lying. I need to have me a T-shirt to so stop lying, stop lying. Mm-hmm. Like Papa Diddy said, you white, privileged ass, Excuse my language, Mm because I don't cuss too much, Mm -hmm. but y'all white privileged-ass folks think that y'all can get away with certain things. You just can't. It ain't going to happen. And hopefully, like Papa Didi said, hopefully he will withdraw his nomination.
0: We're
2: going to sit back and we're going to see. Because I believe something else is going to come out by Monday. They gonna find out, but that long investigation, what a weak investigation, with the FBI. They gonna bring some other things out. It so, might as well. Yeah. You got two other accusations, and maybe some more that come out by next week. See you what know? I'm saying? I, I think they, like you said earlier, those women gonna have the courage to come out and say certain things, and and, and I mean, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. We shall see. All right. Well, we want to say thank you to D.C. Homegrown, our parent company. keeping lights on. And the bills. Always appreciate that. Uh, don't forget to check out the Cocktail of the Week on apajamaparty.com. Click on the Cocktail of the Week uh, graphic, and you can get the recipe. And you can check out this show and previous shows if you go to the archives. And uh, make sure you tell somebody about the Pajama Party show. Help us grow the family. And I think that's about it. Uh, let's say goodnight. I'm going to say goodnight, bonsoir, until next Friday. Can I say goodnight, Papa?
1: night, everybody.
2: Say goodnight, Good Goodnight. All right, we're done, and we're out till next Friday. Thanks for hanging with us. See you next Friday.
0: Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess soul. I think you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now.
2: Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me?
0: Now give me a kiss and say Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye right. now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Show, and good summer Party cool Party you no clothes so loud. Put on the day Wanna dance, the party. Party crew, cool. keep it real for you. you so the party.